Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Yeah. 705, Trey Ware, Sean Rima, KTSA. How you be, man? Pretty good. How you be? I like that uh, leather. What do you call it? Beanie? Is that a beanie? It's a beanie. Okay, it's a leather, leather beanie. beanie. It looks good on you, man. For years. Yeah. Starting from uh, my early, late 20s, early 30s, for years, I wore a beanie. Okay. Now, this was always a wool or a cotton beanie. Right. And then I was, you know, cruising the uh, interwebs the other night, and I found me a leather beanie. Looks good. It looks like so a, a biker wear, kind of thing. I'm going to wear me a leather beanie. You shaved beanie. your face. Well, I'm growing the beard back. Oh, okay. So you're starting it, It's fresh. Chris's birthday, so I'm... I'm Starting the beard over on Christmas. Oh, Christmas birthday. It's a, it's a present for him. I'm starting my beard all over. <laughs> and he appreciates that very much. It's all for he, you, Chris. He pooped today, so there you go. Well, there you go. So we, got, we got that going for got us, a, too. Got a shirt over there that says it he's wearing. <laughs> so uh, they're, they're, um, they're, the FDA says it's okay to take. And yep, uh, yep, if, yep. if the FDA says it, man, I'm all over it. It must be true. It must be a fact if a three-letter governmental agency says so. <laughs> it must be good. It must be good for you. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, the old man was out yesterday, and he said, "Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated now." Oh God! I mean, now? Why are you waiting now? And then he told parents he had the gall to tell parents, "Mask your kids up anytime they leave the house. Right? Like they're going to go down and play on the monkey bars. Make sure they're wearing a mask. Right? And keep them away from the unvaccinated." So, so and let me get this straight. Yeah. So your kids have to wear a mask pretty much everywhere at this everywhere. point. Everywhere. And now we're demonizing unvaccinated people even more. Correct. Stay away from those unclean, un, you know, unvaccinated people. That's right. I heard your leper reference earlier. Well, that's, that's the way what it, was. it is. Unclean. In, unclean. In, in biblical times, it was unclean, unclean. And, unclean. And you, you had to holler that. That That's what was so scandalous when Jesus walked up to heal the leper. <gasps> You can't. Yes, do, bozo, no, no. <laughs> don't touch them. Don't touch them. You know? Not cool. And so my, my thing today was uh, to Joe, just haul him off to the camps for the unvaxxed because that's what he wants to do. Eventually, I'll just throw the unvaccinated into, into camps and the holding facilities. And, and, you know, there are other groups out there, like they've already done it to the MAGA people with Michael Hayden this week saying, you're the Taliban. You you people who support Donald Trump, you're <laughs> yeah. the Taliban. So, I mean, they're saying the same thing. I know. So what group is next? The Jews? I mean, who are they going to go after? I think they're just focused on white Christians, basically. They're going who, after who, particular who, groups. Who, uh, who supported Trump. They're, they're going after whoever would oppose them politically. And they're using oh. the unvaccinated thing. The, 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 the fact of it is, most unvaccinated people are who? They're, they're African Americans. But that's not the narrative. The narrative is the unvaxxed are guys like you and me who uh, think they're putting robots in our brains and we're, we're conspiracy theorists and we, we, support, uh, we support Trump. That's how, they, that's how they're characterizing so, it. So how in the world did, did I, who uh, voted for Donald Trump, yeah. how in the world did I end up being vaxxed? Oh, I, I screwed know. up. I guess I did, too. Oh, I screwed up. And, and look, here's the deal. Um, there are three main reasons for why not, okay? Uh, because that's basically what Ron and, and, uh, and, and, and the judge, he put Ugh, it out yesterday on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Joe said, why not? Now it's approved by the FDA. Why don't you do it? Well, number one would be liberty, right? Because people who live in a free country can make that decision for themselves. Yeah. And I heard David Axel on Twitter, David Axelrod made the, the, the comparison. He said, you give up liberty all the time for the greater common good, which is, you know, that's reading Marx. 
He said, we stop at stoplights. Uh, it's too, this has nothing to do with it. Apples and oranges, man. Nothing. Has no comparison whatsoever. Then, of course, the hard sell, right? They're pushing this thing so hard that when the government is pushing something so hard, I'm more than a little skeptical. You're a little nervous. <laughs> Watch <laughs> me go the other when way. When they're going full bore on something, it's like, why are you, why are y'all so into this thing? Right. <laughs> and, and thirdly, on the why not, the whole vax narrative has changed from keeping you from getting it to, well, you're not going to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, it was a third one. Is okay. You're not going to get it. Then you won't end up in the hospital. Then you won't. Well, you're not going to die. <laughs> so what's next? Well, I mean, Cures acne? You well, know, I, I don't know. I mean, what is the next thing that they're going to say? Well, you know, it's not keeping you from dying. You're just going to be more comfortable. Well, it makes you comfortable make while you die dying. a little, <laughs> a little more comfortably. They they invalidate their own uh, ability to be valid. Okay, <laughs> because when you sure. have, when you're making your argument on shifting sand right. and it's never consistent. And you wonder why people have questions. Well, it's very reasonable to have questions about such things when the, the narrative changes constantly. Yes? And that makes total sense. You know, I was just thinking about something here, man. <laughs> because I happen to believe, tell me what you think, I happen to believe that nationwide vax mandates are coming. Yeah, I do too. And I think they're going to start with private companies that have contracts with government entities. Do you want to keep that contract with the government? You know, mm. you're, you're, you own a a tire company you sell tires right but you got a contract with the military the military's buying tires from you well if you want to keep that very lucrative tire contract well guess what mm. you, you're going to have to have all of your private company employees vaxxed or you lose the the contract sure the other one is the schools just like obama did with your boy showering with your girl oh, god right uh he said we're going to withhold federal funding for schools until you force that through so they'll go to the schools and they're going to do that all citizens who interact in government facilities, like you go to the John Wood Courthouse, which is a federal courthouse. Well, in order to serve jury duty down there, you're going to have to be vaxxed first before you can go in there. And finally, um, I think they're going to start withholding. I, I mean, I could be wrong. I, I don't want to. I think they're going to start withholding things like welfare, Social Security, and Medicare. Why not? Yeah. What would stop them? What about FCC licenses? Whatever. <laughs> I think they're going to start doing well, this Well, I'm just saying, you know. You're right, you're, federal Hey, uh, you, you want to keep, you want to stay on the air? Every single one of your people has to be vaccinated. Not to put ideas out there. But, well, yeah. I mean, but I mean, the example stands. They could do it with anything. Right. Anything that's government offered you work on or the railroad? necessary. What's that? You work on the railroad? You, you, you lose your license. Conductors, well, they have, and uh, trained people, they have all kinds of bureaucracy that they have to pass every year and maintain restaurants restaurants have to have all kinds of licenses and approvals uh they have to upgrade every single year how about this one you own an airline you're oh the owner of southwest right right so all the employees have to be right already yeah but what if the government tells you you're not going to get clearance to fly in government airspace unless all the passengers are well yeah overall what we're saying is they could shut down a lot of life I think it's coming. And cut a lot of people out of life if they haven't had the vaccine. And Fauci yesterday is all in on on on, on What did he say? I, I'm paraphrasing because he he's on one of those channels I don't watch. Because yeah. <laughs> I have a life. I have better things to do. But essentially, he's all in on mandated mandating vaccines. So it's time to get it done. So not that he has any validity with anybody anymore. But he does reflect an idea. He reflects the people behind him. 
So I, I think if they could, you know, whip out a federal mandate on vac- on vaccines across the board to. and masks, I think they'd do it I think in a heartbeat. They, they go to people and start saying, "We're going to withhold your welfare, yeah, uh, your SNAP, your SNAP, right?" Yo, which is, in fact, when you put last week and Joe Biden last week in conjunction with this week, I can see that happening. Last week he upped the ante by a lot on national food assistance to the poor. Right. And uh, he, I mean, he blew it up and gave him a ton of money. Uh, you want that? You, you're going to have to go get vax, you know? Um, I, I, I just see them forcing through these vax mandates through holding, withholding all this government largesse that people get, right? Well, and it makes you think. You don't realize even how you may feel you're extremely disconnected, but we're not. All of us, to some extent, one way or the other, are hooked into the government for something, whatever it, driver's license, whatever it may be, taxes. I mean, we are all we are all hooked into the government. So if the government starts snapping those strings based upon your vaccination status, there's a whole lot of life you could be cut out of. We, the, in other words, the whole country becomes New York City. Right. That, that, that's exactly the you know point. Because I mean? he, it was no mistake. He mentioned De Blasio yesterday. Yeah. Of course. Why not, yeah. would he mention the most unpopular mayor on the planet next to Ted Wheeler? Why would he mention? <laughs> Uh, Bill de Blasio in that speech yesterday by saying de Blasio had it right, Mayor de Blasio is the standard. He is the standard. So you can only imagine that they are going to transition to that. I believe so. And you mentioned taxes a second ago. I can already, in my mind, I can see, you know, on your schedule, whatever you're filling out, and down here at the bottom is what is your VAX number on your vax card what is it and you fill that in otherwise you don't get your return back or remember what they did with obamacare they penalize you (laughs) okay you ain't back for every quarter you're not vaccinated or every month you're not vaccinated we take one percent of your income or we take a certain that's what they did i take a certain percentage of your income you have to pay a vax tax for every uh, day or month that you are not vaccinated. They've, they've already done it. I think he's leading it there. I yeah. think that's exactly oh, where absolutely. he's going with this. Because he made it perfectly clear by telling businesses yesterday, I'm calling on all businesses, all private businesses to do this. So the next step would be, just like he did with the nursing homes, we're going to pull your federal licensing at the nursing home mm-hmm. if all of your employees are not vaxxed, right? Yeah, man. Scary, so scary I think, stuff. Yeah. I, they, they wield a lot of power over private business, and they wield a lot of power over individuals again through medicare medicaid social security uh, all of those you know uh, <laughs> government health care they wield a lot of power how about every single obamacare enrollee has to be vaxxed? Well, yeah yeah that would be very easy to do <laughs> for requirement yeah so um i think it's i think it's i think we're headed down that road I think we're very obviously, especially after what he said yesterday, I think we're very obviously headed to, towards that road. sounded just like it. And uh, as two guys who are vaxxed and not opposed to vaccines, what I am opposed to is what I'm seeing right now is the theft of personal liberty. People should be, Sean, people should be allowed to make this decision for themselves without being treated like common criminals, second-class citizens, uh, singled out, and certainly you're telling little children to stay away from the unvaxxed. Those little children become adults someday. Right. Well, look, I agree with everything you're saying, but you and I both know that the moron crowd roll their eyes at this sort of thing. Oh, there they go. Oh, their no. precious liberty and freedom. Don't they care about other people? Don't they care they're making other people sick? You know, forget your liberty. What did Schwarzenegger said? 
you know, uh, screw your liberty or yeah, something like that. That's a, exactly a what he guy said. who grew up in Austria, yeah. <laughs> you know, suddenly has a very different view of freedom. And I've always said, we've always said from the very beginning, you want people to get vaccinated or mass, make a good argument for it. Don't insult them. Don't disenfranchise them. Don't turn them into a, into a sense of, into a minority class, which is exactly what's happening. That it must be cut out of society. That's it, right there. Uh, that are the disapproved bunch. You know, yeah, that you unclean. don't have approval. Unclean. Yeah, yeah. Unclean. We're the new lepers, or we're not. But I mean, the unvaxxed are the new lepers. And and these are the the, the unvaxxed people are by and large they are law abiding citizens, tax paying folk, church going folk. You know, oh, but they're horrible. Church going folk. Ugh. Well, that's true too. All right, quick break. More where? There's just a world of hurt going on there. And what do they have in common? Those states that Dr. Francis Collins, that's Fauci's boss, what do they have in common? Florida, Mississippi, Alabama, Louisiana. Oh, that's where people who come across the border would naturally migrate. Right, right. <laughs> we're, not, uh, that's... we're not talking about Alaska. <laughs> not... Yeah, you don't see a lot of migrants making their way to Alaska. No, you? you really don't. No, no. I want to go to Alaska. <laughs> Uh, Land of ice yeah. and freeze it, freedom. Freedom. You just, uh, you know, Montana. Uh, no, uh, North Dakota. No, Florida. Yeah, Texas. Uh-huh. Alabama. Alabama. Mississippi. Louisiana. Mississippi. The Gulf Coast. Oh, by the way, red states. Red states. All red states. Shocking. The that. red states are having a tough time. Why would any? Why would they want large amounts of migrants? To go to red states. And why, Interesting. Why would they want the red states to be blamed for all the COVID in the country right now with the midterms coming up? I don't know. Might not have anything to do with the elections. CIA Director Burns met with the Taliban leader in Kabul. According to a U.S. official, it was the highest level meeting between the Biden administration and Taliban since the fall of the Afghan uh, capital. They did it on the QT yesterday. Didn't tell anybody the CIA director was going The CIA? <laughs> what is a CIA director meeting with a Taliban for? And how much how much cash is going to start flying over there on pallets on airplanes? Well, there you go. How much do you need? How what what how, what do you need to make this go go away? What do we got? What do, what do we need? How can we make your life better so you'll stop killing people, killing Americans? So what's it going to take? Yeah, it sounds like a mafia deal. You know what I mean? Gave him a couple of cars too, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but pallets of cash. You, you need some. You you want a Grand Torino? I got one for you. It's, it's got white walls. What do you need? It's like um, you want a bungalow. What do you want? It's like Obama told the Iranians, "Sign this deal, and I'll fly cash over here in the middle of the night." And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised. If that's exactly this palace of cash. Yeah, CIA operation with the Taliban. Hey, cool it, and uh, you know the airplanes will start arriving in, yeah. in no time at all. And cash, you it can, it, you don't need to make it through, move it through any kind of international banking system. You just hand it on over, man. I think that's precisely what's going on. I mean, why would the why would the CIA meet with him instead of the Secretary of State? Right, <sighs> the official diplomatic channels of the United States would be the Secretary of State, and since it's a military operation, go ahead and take you, Chairman, sure. the Joint Chiefs, and go ahead and take your your SecDef with you, and y'all go meet and uh, work this deal out as Trump did. He had him come to Camp David. That's when he told him, "I'm gonna blow you up if you do anything. <laughs> I will kill you and kill your family." Don't come to your front door. No, no, no. CIA, it's very secret. On the hush hush, <laughs> we got some cash for you. <laughs> let me let me start this meeting by asking you, Taliban guys, how do you feel about cash? Yeah, yeah. cash work for you. Kids need a college education in America. Uh, 
we have lost all validity on planet Earth. Oh, it's just done. Look, I, I said it this morning. I wrote this down. People are asking why we're not on the offense because Joe surrendered to the Taliban. Yeah. He surrendered. This is a surrender. This is, you know, it's just like waving the white flag. It's yeah. just like Hirohito in World War II. Let me sue for peace and we'll meet on the deck of the, right, right. Of the ship. Uh, we have surrendered to the Taliban. What else do you call it when they have our guys surrounded at an airport that's like Stinson Airfield, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's that's, and Stinson's, Stinson's actually more beautiful than this place. And, uh, and, but I'm talking about in size and scope. Right. And they're surrounded by the enemy and we're, we're in a defensive posture. We're not, a, we're not on offense here. We're playing defense. That's what you call surrender. Joe surrendered to the Taliban. It's called the, uh, pretty please with sugar on top, uh, <laughs> way method of, of, of diplomacy. We were on the uh, offensive with Trump. We were on the. We had him over a barrel, and that's why I didn't see it, hear a peep from these guys because they knew he would bomb the s out of them. And uh, now it's open for business. They're they're probably negotiating. No, that's not that's not enough cash. We need even more cash. You know, we've handed over how many? What twenty billion dollars worth of hardware? Thirty. Thirty billion dollars worth of military hardware. They're the they're the best armed. Uh, terrorist group on, a, on on the planet because of we we gave it to them. <laughs> they have our airplanes. They just don't know how to start them. They don't know how to start them, but they, they'll figure it out. You know, if it was a donkey or a goat, they'd know what to do with it. But, <laughs> That's so racist. <laughs> no, Trey, you're being so That's, racist. Had nothing to do with skin color. <laughs> they're 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 gonna. That, they're gonna That's revert. a fact. <laughs> they reverse, ride horses. They reverse engineer that stuff and figure it out. You know. Well, and, they're not uh, going to sell it to China. Sell it to China, whoever. In Russia. So, you know, uh, it, it's just a bad sitch all the way. And I am so sick of sacky crap, Jen sacky crap, you know, uh, just every day. No, it's all under control. Every American's going to get out that wants out. Why you? Why do you keep pestering me with these questions? She is incredibly full of crap. <laughs> I mean, she is. How can anybody sit through one of those press conferences with a straight face at this point. I thought she was leaving. Didn't she announce, like like a month ago, she announced her... Did she get on with it? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Would you, would you hurry up? Hurry up, man. Um, all right, quick break. More Warren Rima on the other side coming up. Alamo Water Softeners is here because they care about your family and the quality of water coming into your home. And if the water's not good coming in, that won't be good for your family because some chemicals and contaminants are, are simply undetectable. Well, Alamo Water Softeners can come give you a free water analysis right there in your home, not to try to sell you anything, but just to make sure that is good. And with Alamo Water Softeners, you're getting the finest in uh, in service after the sale as well. I've been with them as long as they have been a company, and uh, I've never been let down, not even one time, by the service and the quality of the products at Alamo Water Softeners. And right now, through Labor Day, while supplies last, Alamo Water Softeners has a perfect solution for your family's complete water treatment. The the top-of-the-line CareSoft Elite Plus One filter is an advanced two-stage system that's built to protect your family from harmful contaminants that may be in your water. And right now, for a limited time, you'll save $1,000 on the CareSoft Elite Plus One system while supplies last. So don't wait. Be a part of this right now and save $1,000. Alamo. Fun. Seven thirty-six. <laughs> Trey wearing Sean Rima is wearing Rima. This just makes me think of a video that came across my Facebook feed two days ago. What's that? Uh, it was like one of these vacation places, you know, and a guy's playing guitar at a restaurant at a vacation 
spot. I know what you're Did talking about. Did you see about. this? I saw that. And a guy gets up and he's in shorts and he said, hey, uh, can you can you play requests? And the guitar guy goes, yeah, I'll play requests. Can you play um, Girls on Film by uh, Duran Duran? And I'll sing it. And the guy goes, okay. And he starts to play it on the guitar. It was Simon Le Bon. On it was Simon, Simon Le Bon. But it was Hungry Like the Wolf. Hey, hungry Like a Wolf, yeah. And the, the guy is playing it. <laughs> And he has this look of just absolute joy. He's just a big song. Well, can you imagine? I, what a day. I know. Because <laughs> it didn't even look like Simon Le Bon. It looked no. like some guy on vacation in a, a T-shirt and a pair of shorts. He had his shorts on. His hair was not bright uh, white, you know, like, <laughs> right, he, right. like he wears on stage, a bright blonde. And he was, was just great. on vacation, man. <laughs> and the dude is just smiling, and the crowd's digging it. Oh, when you think about it, you know, those guys got to go on vacation, too. Yeah. So yeah. why wouldn't he be hanging out somewhere and go, hey, man, I'll, I'll sing with you? <laughs> Simon Le Bon. But what man. makes that video is the look on the guitar player's face oh. it's just pure joy yeah so uh lieutenant colonel allen west wife what do you think about the video i sat and watched it uh, i mean she seemed to pass everything fairly cleanly uh it's always kind of hard to make an absolute judgment by looking at a video like that uh she walked the line uh, you know she seemed to be she wasn't combative she was a little confused as to what was going on, she did do some funky lane changes, uh, which is what led to her getting pulled over. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Not that I have no experience in this field. I'm just saying, I don't know. I mean, it, 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 the threshold for being under the limit or over the limit is very low. That's the thing people have to remember. Okay, Especially in Texas, you could pretty much have a beer and a half and be over the limit. So I... I don't know. Did she take a blood test, I think? Yeah, and they, it's inconclusive, inconclusive right now. They, they, they're waiting. They're waiting for right, the right. result, which, which is interesting to me because I remember when we went through that here and they were doing automatic demand, on-demand blood draws. Right, Susan right. Reed put that into place when she was DA. They had instant results. I'm like, okay. And I know instant results with blood are possible, so why is this taking? Yeah, it, take, it takes an hour uh, for, for a yeah. drink to pass through your system. Right. Um, I, I did not, with my own eyes, I saw nothing that indicated she was drunk. Now, I, I saw him come on live because I was up, uh, I got up at midnight, Saturday night, Sunday morning, and started working. And it was 3 a.m.-ish when he popped on my, on my computer. I went, what's he doing here? Hey, right. Lieutenant Colonel Allen West. Right. What's he doing here? And he said, I'm pissed. And he was at the Sheriff's Department. He had been in Waco having dinner with Ted Nugent, and he got a call. <laughs> got a call so where else do you have dinner with Ted Nugent (laughs) and uh and so he raced up to to Dallas and he was standing there and they wouldn't let him see his wife wouldn't let him talk to his wife we had no contact with his wife he's like hey I'm here you know that's a little strange that's very strange so when the video came out yesterday I said I'm gonna watch every it's like 19 and a half minutes or something so I watched every second of it and I was looking for any and I'm not an expert in it I admit that up front but I was looking for any indication of her uh, like staggering or weaving when she's standing you know how people stand there and they weave back and forth or whatever they'll they'll stumble I didn't see any of that and and when she did the walk on the straight line back and forth the the officer heel to toe yeah yeah the officer said nine steps that way and nine steps that way well she did both nine steps and then she went again a couple of more times and she said you know am i done the officer said you tell me just like that you know well uh, sometimes they'll do something like that to try to get you 
emotional because that's what it seemed know, like to me to get an emotional reaction, which is another indicator that you might have had something to drink. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It looked pretty clean to me. I mean, just from what I saw. Now, again, just to put the caveat out there, you can't determine all that stuff from a video. We weren't on the ground, but it certainly looked to me like she was keeping toe to heel, heel to toe, and that's kind of the big one. That's where most people fail. <laughs> well, well, that that and the uh, counting backwards. Uh, I don't know if they made her do that or not. I didn't watch the whole video. Uh, counting backwards from like 20. Uh, uh, sometimes people screw up. But, the, but very few people who have had something to drink can can make it through the, the, the line walking. That's what I was going to say. Every, every one of these tests I've ever seen done, like on video, the dash cam right. stuff. I've never seen it in person, but the dash cam stuff. By the first test or something like that, the, the officer always knows. Uh, you turn around, put your hands behind your back. You know that's yeah. that's they they rare somebody who's really drunk rarely makes it, or even merely tipsy. You well, know? I mean, they yeah. barely make it, right? Yeah. The officer, these people are tra- highly trained. Oh, yeah. They do this a thousand times a week. You know these officers, they you know they run these tests, all, so they know they can tell pretty much right away. All they need is something that that they can justifiably it's, hold you with they're trying to get probable cause right that's all it is and uh and and the blow apparently was it because it was inconclusive and they said okay this is this is because they put her through a bunch of tests and it was to me i don't know i'm not trying to say this was political at all it might be it may not be but they were it, it looked to me like they were trying to catch her on something the more tests that they did eventually the the the, the most sober person in the world is going to crack <laughs> you know you're going to trip well, it's very very stressful i imagine <laughs> yes. you know very stressful because you because you are watching everything you do even if you're totally straight and haven't had a single thing to drink you're still worried about looking like something's wrong exactly uh, which is why the tests are designed the way they are. Yeah, it's all hand-eye coordination stuff. And, and a grandbaby's and, uh, in the car. Short-term memory, huh? Grandbaby's in the car. Grandbaby's because if if that's true and she is drunk, that's an additional charge. But she's thinking about my grandbaby's in the right, car. Right, right. That's what's on her mind, yeah. you know. And it, it would have been justified. I would have understood had she screwed up. And then at one point she said, "I don't know what to do here. I've never had this happen to me." Right. And you keep, you know. You won't tell me when I've completed the test. You won't, you know, and I, all I'm trying to do is do what you want me to do, and you're not telling me what I need to do. And I, that's a fair question. It went on for an inordinate amount of time, is what I would say. 20 it, minutes. 20 minutes. You know, again, if you've had any, if you had a shot of NyQuil, <laughs> they could figure that out pretty quick, man. <laughs> again, not saying from personal experience, but, you know, I, I just I've known a lot of people who have been through that, and it's it's uh, uh, it don't take much for them to figure it out. Well, one thing I said last hour when I was talking to Don about it, uh, we'll know because uh, there'll be lawyers involved. <laughs> when you see, oh, you think Alan yeah. West has uh, when you see Alan West has hired so and so attorney to sue the uh, Fort Worth or the or the Dallas Sheriff's Department, whoever it is, uh, th- then you'll know. <laughs> you'll know. Yeah. So <laughs> th- we'll we'll have some kind of conclusion to this. I just know what I saw didn't tell me that, you know, there was anything going on with her. Didn't look the least bit to me. And she wasn't belligerent. That's another thing that uh, people get belligerent when uh, they've been drinking, you know, and I just didn't see any of that. The one that I always see on those videos is they're standing there and they can't stand, stand still. They look yeah, like yeah, the leaning tower of Pisa Bay. Attacking left and right, right. <laughs> it's like you're on a ship. Yeah. You're on a boat, man. You've got your sea legs going. Yeah, exactly right. And that uh, wasn't going on with her. No, it wasn't, She's standing no. there solid and firm, so... 
We right. shall see. We will take a break. We'll come back on the other side. More Ware and Rima coming your way here on KTSA. All right, we're, we're just about a week or so away, guys. It's time, man. It is time for the world's largest wealth and passive income expo. And you can be there in Irving, Texas, Friday, Saturday, September 3rd and 4th in the Metroplex. You're going to learn all kinds of things about investing in real estate, what works, what doesn't work, how you can get real estate retired soon. I know people who have done it in five years or less, and they will teach you their their ways and their strategies of investing in real estate that work. You'll be able to attend these breakout sessions with the industry experts, the leaders in the field of investing in real estate. You'll be able to grow your power team and investor knowledge base right there. That's right. You're going to meet people who can join you on your power team where you can start investing in real estate big time and start realizing big growth in a hurry. They'll show you how. That's coming up next week, September 3rd and 4th in Irving, Texas. Here's what I want you to do right now. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com, and enter my promo code TREY, T-R-E-Y, in caps, and get $97 off right now, wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. And to bring them home. All right, it's 7.50. It's Warren Rima on KTSA. You are four months away today, four months away from Christmas Eve. So, um, just a little little hope for you. you know, to hold uh, for you. Four months away from Christmas Eve. Uh, How you doing? What's up? What's up? What's going on? Uh, it's Monday? No, it's Tuesday. <laughs> Monday's over with. <laughs> I don't want to think about Christmas. Uh, uh, well, I got the days, you know, the holidays. We do that now. The, I yeah. list off the fascinating What day, day. is it? Well, it's National Waffle Day. Oh, my God. I think that makes us all happy. Do you like waffles? I love waffles. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I can eat them anymore, but I love them. I do. It's Kobe Bryant Day. Kobe Bryant Day, yeah. It is. He's a great hero. <laughs> International Strange Music Day. International what now? International Strange Music Day. Oh, I like that. Okay. So we already play a lot of that on the show. So yeah. we can play some more, try to find some more strange, even stranger music, Chris. It's International Strange Music Day. And two more. It's International Can Opener Day. Okay. <laughs> which I am fairly certain Alexandria Ocasio Cortez would not know how to operate. Would that be a, uh, would that be an electric can opener or? We're celebrating all things can, can openers. O- okay. <laughs> all can openers. All kinds of can openers. Ah. <laughs> The ones the uh, Generation Z can't operate with a little crank thing. Let me tell you something, man. 1972 at my house, it was a big deal when we got the first electric one at our house. Oh, yeah. Because before you had those ones, you had to crank. Remember those? That's what Nancy and I still have. We still crank. And. Yes. And. Okay. It's International Chris Glasgow's birthday Yes, it is. Happy birthday to you. you. Happy Happy birthday. birthday. Let's stop. Let's just stop now. But, uh, yeah, he's birthday. hitting the dump button. Yes. Happy birthday to you. He turns 23 years of age today. Amazing. It's 20, just amazing. The big two, three. For, for the third time. For the third time. But nice to, nice to have a Chris Glasgow day. That's awesome. Chris Glasgow day. Good Internationally. Intergalactically. Yeah. Now, to the waffles. Absolutely, man. That's dinner time around my house today. It's going to be waffles. I put pecans on them and lots of butter and syrup. Syrup? You syrup. put syrup on it? I do, baby. I can't do the pecans yeah, because it'll mess up my divers. <laughs> but I like all kinds. Of, I mean, I like syrup. I like that blueberry. Like you go to uh, uh, the International House or whatever, you get that <laughs> boysenberry, blackberry. Yeah. I'll eat that stuff on a waffle. 
Yeah. I'll eat peanut butter on But a you know waffle. what I don't like? I what? don't like when they start making them candy, right? What do you mean candy? Well, they start putting like candy toppings and whipped cream and, and all the... You don't uh, like whipped cream on a waffle? No. No, I really don't. But um, you, you know, you go communist. I, <laughs> pretty much. Who doesn't like whipped cream on a on a waffle? Man? Anybody knows me knows I'm a commie. Obviously, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> do you now? Do you like uh, you like fresh waffles? Like when you go to a restaurant? Oh, hundred percent. I do. You, now here's a question: Do you prefer okay. waffles over pancakes? I do. I do too. Yeah. You know why? Why? Because the little cubey things, all the syrup gets in the little. I do like that. Things. I think they're more substantial than pancakes. They are. are. They're so more I, substantial. You know. But I do like uh, the, the restaurant, or the, the hotels that you can stay at that have the little continental breakfast and you can make your own. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your own waffle. I don't places. like those, actually. I, I That's do. That's too man. much work. Yeah. <laughs> nope. Just adding motions to my life, A little man. stress. Don't need all that, right? I want somebody else to make the damn waffle. <laughs> and bring it to me. I ain't paying for this room so I can make the damn waffle. Bacon or ham? <laughs> Bacon. This is a whole segment on a radio Let's show. Let's just talk about breakfast. Yeah. 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 Just, it, you can't dump the batter on the waffle iron and turn it on. Man, <laughs> I, I'm paying to be in this place, and I, I want somebody to make the damn waffle for me. So I want a waffle you, maker. You just give him an ego and send him on his way. No, nah, man. I can do that at home. I don't. I don't know. Old Sean don't make his own damn waffles. <laughs> if I'm paying for a room, I want. I want a waffle maker. Yeah, I understand, but not I me. want an employee making my damn waffle. I will do it myself because I get it fresh and I get it the way I want it, man. And it's so good. We have one of those at home. Do you? Pour it in there and flip it upside down. It's good to go. Oh yeah, yeah. We have one too. It's called a tortilla grill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Slightly different kind of waffle. Yeah. It's a different kind of waffle. <laughs> This is some fascinating stuff. It really it? is. It's seven fifty-five. Why we get the big bucks, man? <laughs> hey, let me let me ask you this. Okay, it's, since we're talking about breakfast, sausage or bacon? Oh, uh, bacon. Uh, yeah, I, I do like sausage though, but bacon primarily. I will always go crispy, with sausage. Crispy bacon. A sausage over bacon. I'm a sausage guy. One hundred percent all the time, <laughs> or just when you're having waffles. No, just, I just love sausage. I like sausage <laughs> over bacon. That's all. <laughs> Where to now? Can we go back and talk about DUI? <laughs> what are you it's time at? to go back and talk about DUI again, isn't it? Actually, if I had my choice, I don't think I can get it out here, but I used to love Scrabble. Can you walk this straight line over here? Probably not. Just asking. <laughs> Could I be can't pass that damn test sober. Okay? <laughs> Just checking. I, I've seen Sean pretty drunk, and he actually walks straighter when he's an evening. I bet yeah, that's true. I, I got the Johnny Fever thing going on. You know, on I there. bet that's true. He, he probably he actually, straightens up. He's, a, he's what, what they call a, a high-functioning drunk. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably true After he's knocked back enough to knock out the entire village i'm <laughs> still walking like it didn't even happen my reactions get quicker yeah. <laughs> it's weird you can throw a 90 mile an hour fastball it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> right can leap tall buildings in a small bound. A small bound. <laughs> one, one, bound. one time he got so drunk he made his own damn waffles, which was <laughs> I was pretty messed up. That's messed up. You're making your own waffle. Made his own waffle iron. I woke up the next day covered in syrup, going, "Oh God, what I do? Yeah, what happened? No, that was Ambia. That was not drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I make some. I make some interesting meals on Ambia. Yeah, I bet you, you do, yeah, man. It's not powdered it's sugar. Yeah. And, and don't God. remember it. Cool. All right, so well, is there it, we go. it's time to break for the news. Yes, it is. When we come back on the other side, we won't be talking about this. No, uh, we, no. We, we have another l- a list of things to get into, including the latest from the Taliban and Afghanistan and where that is all going. We've got that for you coming up here with Warren Rima, 550 KTSA, FM 1071, and always online. You can catch us over there. The Vax mandates, they are coming. The latest on that, too, coming right up.
do what I did last month, require your employees to get vaccinated or face strict requirements. I'll call you back. I have to help these guys. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. He's about as exciting and as inspiring as, I don't know, I, I can't even find an analogy. Can you can you find one? Staring at a bowl of soggy cereal. That's exactly what he is. That just um, keeps getting soggier and soggier. And uh, so yesterday <laughs> it was, uh, get vaxxed now. Why, why does he have to say it that way? Why can't he just say, hey, get your vaccination? Because in his mind, he thinks he's being dramatic <sighs> and connecting with the little people. I'm connecting with you. Yeah. And it just sounds feeble and weird. Here we go. The moment you've been waiting for is here. It's time for you to go get your vaccination and get it today. <laughs> today. Get it today. He's a joke. He's 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 become a laughing parody of himself because he's just a joke. Well, he is, but he's a joke that everybody in the world is looking at right now. Oh, I didn't thinking, say he's a good joke. Thinking that we're screwed. Yeah, we, we are. <laughs> the whole world is. But we are in particular because not only on this, which we'll talk about, but also he has surrendered to the Taliban. That's how I want mm. people to think about it. It's just it's a full on American surrender. America. I want you to think about that. Your commander-in-chief has surrendered to a bunch of guys who ride horses and throw rocks at each other. Yeah, who never really made it out of the Middle Ages, really, oh, even before that. They're living in the year 900. Uh, so, you know, I, and th- this meeting with the CIA is creepy as hell. Yeah. And I think we both agree that the, that was probably about cash. <laughs> you, th- you think the CIA director was uh, with heavy pockets? I do. I believe it. But, um, you know, you, you guys stand down for a couple of days here and, uh, you know, everything could be we're, cool. We're reading now, uh, God, even, even worse things about the Taliban and what they're doing to women. Apparently they're raping their dead bodies. Uh, I saw a report on that last night, allegedly. And uh, these are the people that, we, that we're negotiating with. These are the people that we're offering money to, more than likely. These are the people who our own press secretary insists, because we asked them nicely, are giving safe passage to Americans, and all Americans are going to get out if they want to. And it's it's it, none of that's going to happen. They've only gotten about 3,000, a little over 3,000 Americans out. Out of, out of 48,000. 3,000. Uh, and, and they are, in fact, they have pushed the Afghans to the front of the line, the Americans to the back of the line. Yeah. And they have dropped all COVID restrictions on them. If if you or I visit a foreign country and try to get back into America, we have all kinds of, of COVID restrictions. They don't. Uh, they can just come in here, and they're resettling them all across the country. Before they bring Americans out, they're bringing them out. Our guys are encamped in a defensive posture at an airfield that's less than the size of Stinson, okay? <laughs> and Stinson's a much nicer and, and a classier place than, the, than, than, than they're at. And they're surrounded by the enemy. That's why I call this a surrender. Joe Biden, the commander-in-chief of the United States military, surrendered to guys who are still living in the 9th century, in 900 uh, A.D. That's who these guys are. And what sucks about it is it didn't have to be this way. Of course not. There it wasn't was that way. There was a plan in place that would have gotten all these people out first. There was a plan in place that would not have left one cartridge, one piece of military hardware behind. They did it on purpose. For them to abscond with and then use against us. They did it on purpose, Well, they did, but the the reasons why are what mystified me. Oh, not me. They did it to present us as very weak, as very weak, as our military is weak. 
we are weak. We're bowing to these people. It is the height of weakness right now. American weakness is on the stage. We are bowing down to the Taliban. I mean, come on. We're not even talking about the billion-strong Chinese army. You know, If you were to bow to them, that would be one thing. If you were to bow to Russia, that would be one thing. But you're bowing down to the freaking Taliban. You're playing defense against the Taliban? I also think, <laughs> well, yeah, it's, not, it's disgusting. I also think a lot of it has to do with the, the very cheap arrogance that you can't allow anything Trump sur- to survive. Whatever policy Trump had, whether it was working or not, had to go. doesn't matter what the consequences were. Because his plan was working and it would have continued to work. All Biden had to do was do was keep the plan going, and he, he did the exact opposite. And now you know now now they can blame Trump for all this. And yet the Trump plan was working. Well, in re- yes, and in reality, uh, this goes along with their whole concept of America sucks, and we're going to show you how bad we suck. I'm serious. <laughs> And and so we're going to bow down to the weakest. These guys are ragtags, by the way. All, all they do, and I, you know, I talk about them riding horses. That's true. Um, they they are not an organized army. No, these guys are a bunch of different tribes that fight among themselves. They're well, tribes. and they've been that for you know since antiquity. So they they're they're they really haven't evolved much. They haven't changed in, in many ways. And uh, uh, you know, I, I just the. the the idea of making America look weak on planet Earth, I, I understand that. My goal, my, my answer, though, is still why? What, what is the benny to the people? What is the benefit to the people that want this country to look weak? You've always how done do, it. Yeah, but how do, how do they benefit? What is, what is the payoff for them in taking us down to this level on the international stage? I, that's what I can't understand. The, uh, it can't be pure ego. No, 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 no. It's, it's, there's a thing called the Great Reset, and their, their motto for the Great Reset is called Build Back Better. Right. And it's an international thing out of Davos, and it's all about collapsing the United States down, bringing, dragging the United States down so that other countries are elevated. That's what they're doing, and they're right. carrying out their plan to a T. It's, yeah, but it's, they're doing a bang-up job. They are. They're carrying it out to a T. Why else, when Barack Obama was president, would he bow oh, at other God. You don't bow at other leaders. Right. No matter who you are, you don't bow at other leaders. And, and he went around bowing. He bowed so much he needed a chiropractor after, yeah. after every uh, international right. meeting. So this whole lead from behind thing is back. Where right. When Trump was in office, we were first. We were marching. To, and now it's all lead from behind. Tucker, Tucker had a great uh, segment on last night, Sean. Uh, he was talking about um, the vax thing and, right. and COVID and all that. And he talked about the Spanish flu 100 years ago in, in 1918 how a lot of the same rhetoric was around about masking. And you remember they used to wear those bird beaks because they could put smelly stuff down at the end. And oh, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> and um, th- there was actually uh, a, a thing that came out from the Red Cross back then that said the man or woman or child who will not wear a mask now is a dangerous slacker. That's what they called him in 1918. A dangerous slacker. Right. So they had the same type of rhetoric out there back then that we have today. Uh, in San Francisco, a health agent actually shot a man who refused to wear his mask, and he missed the man and hit two bystanders standing behind him. This oh, was in 1918 on, of the Spanish flu. Right. That's crazy. And it was all this way until a photographer went to a boxing match, and he took a picture of the people at the boxing match, and at the boxing match, there was police authorities, there were a mayor, there was a member of Congress, a senior health administrator, and none of them had a mask on. 
at the boxing match. So again, which we have going on now. Boom. So again, why? And what that, do they know that we don't? Right. And that was the correlation that, that Tucker was making last night. And at that time, Americans were shocked that people were, were you know, that were making and enforcing the rules, weren't following the rules. And and the public, he, he put it a great way. He said the public was willing to endure inconvenience but not hypocrisy. Mm. So that's when the whole mask thing was over in right. 1918, when that picture, that one photograph got out. And he went on to talk about how this is more about compliance, getting you to comply. In New Zealand, they had one case. Yes, I heard that right. Not a death. <laughs> not not anything other than one, right. one person came down with it. And they locked everybody up in their homes. And the prime minister of New Zealand said, do not talk to your family or friends. And his, one case. One case. One case. And he talked about Australia and how they shot the dogs this week in Australia so that people wouldn't go. They were rescue dogs, and they didn't want people going and picking them up because they may have COVID when they go to pick up the dogs. They may spread COVID among the other people going to pick the dogs up. So they just shot the dogs, the authorities. Because that makes sense. Right. Yeah. They just shot the dogs. Nothing cruel about that. Right. And he was talking about the absurdity of how this stuff goes, but they didn't get there overnight. It was step by step by step. Well, and we're, you know, step by step. It ain't just an Eddie Rabbit song at this point. This is the way you're going to be living. Because, uh, yeah, the more rhetoric you, you hear out of Biden, and the more rhetoric, you, even, even Dr. Fauci, who I don't give two craps about anymore, yeah, they want mandates. They want vax mandates. They, if, you, if you are not vax, they want you cut from life. Yeah, it's like I said a little while ago. They want the entire damn country to be New York City. They really do. So, do they do they accomplish it though? Let me ask you: mm-hmm. Do you think the FDA approval changes people's minds, and they are now ready to get vax because the FDA said it's okay to do so? No. And, and I'll tell you why: because uh, people, uh, the FDA has been back and forth on stuff as well throughout this entire process. I think people who are not getting vaxed. Whether they, unless they have a specific medical reason why they are worried about getting vaxxed, the people who are not getting vaxxed are not getting vaxxed out of mistrust. They don't trust what they're hearing. Hundred percent. And they and and not and 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 for the government to act like that's not their doing, or that they didn't produce that that distrust, is 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 asinine because certainly they did. I you know again you're always going to have a relatively small group of people who are anti-vax across the board, it doesn't matter what it is. You know, you, We sure. talked about those people largely in New York and California, the anti-vax movement. And some here. And some here. Okay, the, you're never going to... It doesn't matter what you say to them. They're anti-vax all the way. The, the, the lar- larger community of folks in this country, who, in my opinion, who don't want the vax, are just simply not trusting the information they're hearing because the information they're hearing is never consistent. Well, and it's an unproven thing. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, the... First of all, it has changed. The story about it went from it's going to keep you from getting it to now it's going to keep you from dying. You know, and I guess the next thing it'll be, well, you're still going to die, but you're going to feel better while you die. You know, something I don't know. You know, <laughs> but but to me, it, it is it goes back. Everything to me goes back to liberty. So if somebody makes the ch- the personal choice, I'm not going to do this, then they should be allowed to do that without being relegated to second class citizen status or or mocked or insulted or all that. As stuff. I said, leper status. You know, leper status. Unclean. Clean, which right. is exactly where Joe Biden 
has put the folks who have made that decision. Now, I, I decided to go ahead and get it. I've had second thoughts, and, and primarily, and, and I think I fall into a large camp here, probably the camp you're talking about. If the government's pushing it so hard, <laughs> if it was that great, they wouldn't have to push it so hard. It, it, right. If they had a great <laughs> argument for it, there wouldn't be a need for a mandate. People would be lining up. They would just, yeah, okay, be sure. Running for it, you know? Give it to but me. But you everybody. start saying you have to get it or you can't keep your job. Right. Or you can't drive a car, or you can't go into this place or that place. Yeah. Americans are unlike any other bunch of folks on planet Earth. We, we don't react well to that sort of thing. Unless you're a member of the moron crowd, and, well, and they just swallow it whole and don't question. Yeah, no, we don't, we don't like that type of thing, and we, all, we have always been that way, and we've always questioned our government. We yeah. have always Which questioned our government. It's a very healthy thing, and we need to make sure that we continue to do that. A, a, a large portion of what we see going on now is trying to remove that from our thinking, mm-hmm. though, and to, to get us just to comply. I, I'm curious, 210-599-5555, does it change your mind? Are you into the backs now that the FDA – now, keep in mind, here's the other thing, too. The FDA, uh, the F, FDA, the FDA has been wrong before, mm-hmm. and they've had to pull stuff off the market. And that's why these lawyers and attorneys make a lot of money and advertise during the soap operas because <laughs> – because these things have gone wrong, and the FDA's had to pull these products yeah. off the shelf before. So I just think people should be free to make up their own mind Absolutely. if that's what they want to do or not. Either way, it should be your choice. I concur. Back in a minute, more Wear and Rhyme coming up. It's Stevens Roofing. You know, we it's amazing how we can be in the heat of summer and lots of sunshine, and then you know, five minutes later, here comes a storm that'll just blow you away right literally blow you away and blow your roof off stevens roofing is the company that makes sure your roof is solid and sound for no matter what the elements are no matter what is tossed your way at stevens roofing you'll have the best roof over your head at all times people there that will do a free roof inspection and these are not people on commission so you never have to worry about any silliness where they're trying to you know sell you a, a new roof or roof replacement or roof repair it, that never happens at stevens roofing you can relax because you you and your family are in great hands. In fact, the way I like to say it, Stevens Roofing has your family covered. 210-785-0994. And tell them Trey says, hey, okay. AccuWeather forecast it is going to be sunny and hot the next three days with highs about 98 or thereabouts. 70. Listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. Yeah. Whoa. It's uh, 823. Trey wears on Rima. Where and Rima, KTSA, it's on your list. Well, you know, I, I, I like to see various school districts and parents standing up to some of this crap they're trying to force on the kids. A lot of it seems to be going on in Virginia. We have a school district in Virginia that is pushing back against a state policy concerning gender and, and, and gender identity and all that stuff. You know, where if you're a kid in the school system, you, you are a dude, a young boy, and you want to identify as a girl and use the girl's bathroom and the girl's locker room. And, because uh, what 13-year-old boy would want to do that, right? Right, right. <laughs> and uh, Ches- the Chesapeake School Board uh, has decided, uh, no, we're, we're not going to do it. We're not going to comply with this. Uh, they had only one person on their specific school board that was for this. They voted against it, so they're going against the state. Uh, and saying we're we're not gonna we're we're not gonna put our kids through this not not in this school so you know I I think that's great I think more school districts need to do that the problem is uh, you know you got to take on the the funding uh, that you would receive especially from the federal government 
uh, to maintain these policies, but I, I, I like to see people standing up against see, it. See, and I've always felt uh, about that. You're right, because the feds and the state will threaten to cut off your funding, yeah. right? That's uh-huh. what they say. Mm-hmm. Because Obama did it. He said it. You know, yeah. He made that perfectly clear. You won't get any federal funding. Well, okay, here's the answer to that. Where does the federal funding come from? So I'm not going to send it to you in the first place. We're going <laughs> right. we're going to cut off sending money to DC because they're all a bunch of pimps up there anyway. Right, right. right. So here's the deal: you're not going to be able. It's it's you know it's the it's the most incredible money laundering thing I've ever seen in my life. You send it through there, they clean it up, they skim theirs off the top, and they just send it right back. If you and I set up an organization that did what the federal <laughs> government, Bernie Madoff, <laughs> we would. If we did what the federal government does every single day, particularly with like Social Security, which is a Ponzi scheme ready to collapse at any minute. Right, it's right. A, it's Jingo. What is that called? Jingo, where you're pulling the blocks out, right? That's what Jenga. Jenga, right? Okay, whatever that is, you're pulling that stuff out you're just waiting for it to collapse it's a house yeah. of cards well we'd I, go to prison we would we would and so i'm 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 glad though that there are individuals yeah. and school boards that are starting to stand up to to this stuff because it, 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 what i hate about it most is that again when you're dealing with the transgendered community you're, you're dealing with a tiny tiny How sliver big do you think it is it's 0.03 percent of the total population <laughs> And so for 0.03% of the total population, everybody else has to deal with it and roll with it and evolve and be more tolerant. And your daughter's got to learn to accept it. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not taking into consideration of all the other people and their rights whatsoever. So good on you out there at the Chesapeake School Board uh, and Victoria Prophet, who is the chairwoman uh, of that that, uh, school board, saying, nope, not going to do it. So you move that right here to San Antonio, you wouldn't see that here. The school boards would go right along with you it. Think okay. so? yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Liberal pukes. They, <laughs> they are. <laughs> they are a bunch of liberal pukes. You're living in uh in San Francisco, remember. <laughs> right. Who's that Jalen guy that was calling Clayton Perry a racist the other day? They're a bunch of weirdos, man. You talk about Dallas City Council? Yeah. Jalen yeah. Rod- is it Rodriguez? Or Jalen Rodriguez. Yeah, Jalen yeah. Rodriguez. And uh, Anna Sandoval. Anna Sandoval. Yeah. God bless her heart. Yeah, they they all feel like he's a uh, like he's a racist because he just merely said, "Shouldn't we test the people who are coming here before we distribute them throughout the country?" And that's racist to even suggest that. You know, you know, nobody is no person is illegal, Trey. Okay, and nobody's an alien. That's what he nobody's said. Nobody's illegal, and nobody's an alien. Well, unless you're an alien and you're here illegally. That's exactly right. Then you're sort of an illegal alien. <laughs> if you come into the country without following the laws, guess what? You're illegal. You're an alien. <laughs> you're an illegal, and you're alien. <laughs> they they love changing the terminology because they went to illegal immigrant, and then they went to undocumented immigrant, uh. and now they're just to immigrant. Now it's migrant. Migrant. Now it's migrant. We've even dropped a syllable. Now it's migrant. And you know why? Because we collapse the border, so migrants can just move back and forth. Migrant. Right, that's what right. migrants do. You're a migrant. You just, just move back and moving forth. Moving back and forth. There is baby. no law. There is no. There's no line of demarcation anymore. You just migrate. You move back. We all move back and forth. Yep. So here in about thirty minutes, I'm going to migrate right over there to my house. <laughs> You're going to migrate. I'm going to migrate to the northwest side. Yeah. I may stop at the donut shop first, but then I'm going to migrate on home. Uh, Bridgehead IT. Today was uh, West Munch's time on the show at 6.50 this morning. And if you want to hear it, Chris will have that up on the uh, KTSA 
Trey Ware page as a podcast a little bit later on. It was a great segment because what he talked about was the three things you don't skimp on when buying a new computer. He also said that you need to, if you're given one for Christmas or you're going to give one to yourself for Christmas, you better buy it right now because this chip shortage is real. Now, this is the type of information that they're giving Bridgehead ideas on that segment every, every Tuesday on Tech Tuesday. But beyond that, they do so much for businesses all over uh, Texas when it comes to IT, uh, particularly as a problem solver. You don't have to sign a contract with them. So you can merely give them a call and say, i got a real head-scratcher over here. I need an answer, and I need it now, and they'll do it right right then. It's not like, okay, well, you need to become one of our customers and sign this contract. No, 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 just call them up, and let's work on the problem. Let's solve the problem. Let's get her done so your business can get back to doing what you do best. And by the way, they can improve your bottom line and protect your business, too, with cybersecurity services. That's Bridgehead IT 210-476. KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. <laughs> the president's view is not just 36 years in the Senate, but this isn't his first uh, rodeo, not even his first rodeo this summer. <laughs> you got a big picture of that boy being in a rodeo. No. Um, no. So, yeah, football starts this week. We were just talking about oh, that. Oh, boy. Yeah, buddy. Oh, that's great. Uh-huh. I can't wait. High school football Friday night lights. <laughs> this week for us is Thursday night lights. I got two girls that are going to be on a dance team. Right. So they will, cool. ne- they will never lose a dance experience. They may lose a football game, but they'll never lose a halftime. I can guarantee you that. Right. Very cool. And so uh, we were just talking about what you eat at, at the high school football game. At our place, we got Bush's Chicken. Uh, they sell Bush's chicken. I or, like chicken, but they also fried chicken. But they also have Frito pie that you eat with a spork. Frito pie you eat with a spork. Go underneath the grandstands and get you. They, they just open up the Frito bag and pour the chili on top of the Fritos, and you just get it with a spork. I don't think I can eat that anymore. No, I'm pretty certain I can't the, eat. Frito I'll have yours. Pie. Oh, you go right ahead. Thank you. And you enjoy that. Igor Vavavinsky. Igor Vavavinsky. Vavavinsky. Who is Igor Vavavinsky? He was 38 years old. He died last night. He uh, came to the Mayo Clinic in 1989 uh, seeking uh, treatment. A tumor pressed against his pituitary gland, and as a result, Igor became the tallest man in America at 7 feet 8 inches. Good Lord. Almost Good three, God. almost three meters. Now, damn, that door is seven feet. Damn. So right here, this is seven feet. Right. So he was another eight inches uh, there above that door. That's one tall dude, man. <laughs> now David Robinson came in here one day. What is David seven two? Is David seven two? Is that what he is? So David came in here one day. And he had to duck. I thought he was going to get on his knees to come through that door. <laughs> George Gervin, friend of mine, George comes in here. The ice, he comes in here one day, and he's like 6'8". Right. He had to duck to get through that door. Damn. So he went at his head. Seven, eight. Crazy. That's an eight-foot ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> he's scraping the top of his head on yeah, the ceiling, man. Exactly oh, right. He drops his there. shoes off when he'd go in there to make sure his... Pretty much Damn. crawl on all fours yeah. to get into the room. That's crazy. <laughs> it's like being in a hobbit house. Yeah, I think the tallest dude I ever saw was the walk by me was Kawhi Leonard. I was uh, at a Seven at Eleven 
Was he 6'4"? Six, six, nope. No, he was 6'6", six, oh, six, six, maybe, right? Yeah. He, well, he tall enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at a 7-Eleven sitting there, you know, doing my, my morning thing, which used to be sitting and smoking cigarettes and, you know, doing caffeine. Right. And I said, I said a guy walks by, and I said, that's Kawhi Leonard, man. And I was like, maybe I'll try to get a selfie with him or something, you know. Because at the time, they were still cool. The Spurs were cool. Pop hadn't gone political. Right. And I'll never forget, that dude walked by my car. I had my window open. And it was like a T Rex walking by. Sure, but but the difference. But all I saw going by was his waist. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm sitting in my car. I see the dudes walking. Like you know, I think I'll let Kawhi just go fill his tank up and get the hell but out. But the of difference here. between him and a T Rex, a T Rex has a little bit of arms. Kawhi has a seven foot wingspan. Right. Yeah. It's, so it's a bit, like a, bit different. When you get really close to one of those dudes, you don't realize just how incredibly tall they are. You know, Sean, you're right. I I try to tell people about football players. Right. right, and I'll never forget the first time I stepped on a pro field. Right, that I just walked up and went, "These are not real human beings." I mean, there's so- they something about they were pre-engineered somewhere in a They're lab, cyborgs <laughs> in a lab. They didn't come out of another human being, is what I was saying. <laughs> they were hatched because they were hatched. really seriously, you watch these guys on television, right. and because they're all the same size, you you can't tell. But you put a normal size human being. Don and I are around six foot, right? Yep. Somewhere in that neighborhood, right around six foot. You put us up against, we look like little bitty children. <laughs> we it's look like true. playtime. And then they slap those shoulder pads on it. It makes it even worse. Well, that too. Yeah. That adds to it. But even when you see them like in street clothes, yeah. right? And remember when Dad was there? Yeah. We were the same size. Dad and I were the same size. Played the same position, same size, and all that kind of stuff. How do you do that? He said I had to be smarter. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I had to get it's real true. smart and stay away from them. See, I, I feel like a very tall man when I go home. Like, I can see, like, see, my, everybody, everybody <laughs> in my house is like short and stuff. My wife, she's about this tall, so like, I'm like the tall man in my house, uh-huh. man. See, you know, so I'm, uh-huh. I'm not, I'm average height. I'm a little shorter than average height, but like, my, my wife and the kids, they're like hobbits. So like, when I when I when I go home, I feel well tall. Do you and stuff. call her? I don't call her a hobbit. Photo no, or that's whatever insulting. The <laughs> no, but I, you know, what I'm just saying that, you know, my, grand, my mother-in-law comes over. She's about this sure. tall. Sure. I tower above them all. I'm just saying. So makes you feel superior when you do that. Not it really does, I never it? feel that at home, but I, I, <laughs> I just feel a little taller. That's at, least all. He, at least he has that. That's at all least he has. I have that. Now, yeah. I, I did have a friend who made all the car conversions for the Spurs players when the Spurs would oh, come. Yeah. To, you know, they, they would they would draft a guy, and uh, and they would have to do obviously because otherwise you're sitting in the back seat. Right. Mm. Correct. Right. Right. So they have to immediately when they buy their BMW or their Mercedes or whatever they have to do a car conversion so a you know a seven foot guy could get in it and uh, and so. Uh, pretty amazing to watch that process too. The extensions of the steering column and everything else they have to put in there right. to make it comfortable for these guys to get—it's it. crazy. I have a stepson who's six five. Oh, yeah. do you? How wow. did that happen? I, well, he's just a tall, tall, skinny kid. We were looking for, to buy him a car yeah. earlier this year, and it took forever because right. he was—he's so tall and lanky that any other vehicle for a normal person was. You remember Magnum P.I. when Tom sure. Selleck would drive the Ferrari? And it was like his head was sticking out. Sticking through. out of the top. That's, that's what it looked like with Ty. That's your stepson. Ty's sitting in the car, and it's like you need a sunroof, and you'd be all right. So I will, I will to this, as long as I live, I'll remember the first time I played against somebody. It was in high school football, and he was in uh, Seguin. He was the offensive tackle, and I was linebacker uh, outside the defensive uh, position. And 
during the week we're watching the film on this guy. Well, he looked okay, but he was in, on film. You just really can't tell. Right. And the scouting report said he was 6'6", 266. And at that time, a big high school football player was six foot, 200 pounds. Right. He was 6'6", 266. Ready for the pros. What's that got to be? Yeah. They broke the huddle and came to the line, and I looked up at him, and I thought, oh, my God. <laughs> call, call 911 right. now. I'm going to be wow. hauled off to the yeah. hospital. Wow. So, yeah. Better contact, contact my next of kin now. <laughs> That's right. Exactly right. Make sure they're available for the right. call later. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden is going to speak at 11 o'clock our time. We're being told about Afghanistan. Uh, oh, it should be thrilling. So, uh, should be real thrilling. You guys in Afghanistan, get vaxxed. Okay, do it now. I'm sure it's going to be informative so, and uh, passionate and inspiring. At least they're waiting for your show to be over. Before Thank they you, die. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, sorry, Van Camp and Robbins and Mark. Eleven you guys, yeah, yeah. Eleven o'clock. I'm assuming we'll carry it, but that'll be at eleven o'clock today here on KTSa. Follow the bouncing balls. Uh, Pecos Fence Company, the best in Texas for all of your fencing needs. You can trust and depend on Pecos to do the job right for you and right for your house. If you've got a quarter-acre tract and you uh, are looking for a new fence or you need a fence repair job, whatever it is, the best in Texas is Pecos Fence Company. Cedar Privacy Fencing, you have them right now. Install 100 feet or more, and you get a free four-foot walk-through gate from Pecos Fence company they'll sell you what you need and even uh you know give you some brief instruction on what you need to do in order to install your fence you can always call them hey listen i ran into this problem or that problem can you help me and they will pecos does that all the time they've been doing it now the owner has been in this business now for about 60 years so the experience really is the difference maker make sure that you get your free estimate today from pecos fence company at 210 655